0: How does that work when the former president is still in the community? How do we ensure that there's not two presidents?
1: And I think the board would always need to be ready to say we're ending this relationship now and to support their new CEO. This is In
2: the Know with ACCT, the voice of community college leaders. I'm Jacob Bray. On this episode of In the Know, Communications Director David Connor and Educational Events Director Christina Simons talked with Kim Dale, the incoming president at Western Wyoming Community College, and Carla Leach, the outgoing president. They really got into what their relationship is like as incoming and outgoing presidents and best practices for leadership
0: transitions. Okay, so we're here with Carla Leach, who is the former president of Western Wyoming Community College and the new president, Kim Dale and we're here because I was having a really interesting conversation with Kim yesterday about her onboarding process coming onto Western Wyoming and Carla's been um, an advocate of ACCTs for a while and coming to our GLI so I thought it would be um, a nice conversation to hear how the two of you are working together in this time of transition for Carla and for Kim um, onto the campus so just wanted to Hear about it okay and just
3: really briefly um, we are actually here right now at the Governance Leadership Institute for new trustees that's the GLI and um, it's it's great to have the two of you a new president and an experienced president working together and at this Institute um, for new trustees so can you can you guys just talk a little bit about your relationship um, personal and and professional of course and um, how you're working together with 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 one another and with your board to make this transition?
0: Okay, this is Kim and I'll go ahead and start. And um, I'm gonna be very honest that I didn't know what to expect because this is a little bit unusual. And um, so I think going into it, I was excited because Carla has an excellent reputation nationally and, and I had known Carla. Um, at least had reached out to her um, to get some mentoring before I even applied for this job we had connected. So um, I felt confident that that she would be an amazing advocate and someone that I could learn so much from especially being a brand new president. I went from an executive vice president role to a, a new presidency and then moving to a different state so there's a learning curve and how the governance structure works and of course then the board as well Um, and the flip side of that is how does that work when the former president is still in the community and how do we how do we ensure that there's not two presidents and how do we ensure that the employees and other community members recognize me in, in this role but they're still probably wondering what's Carla's role as well. So um we have we have regular meetings. Um, we talk about anything and everything. We have become fast friends. And um, I'll let Carla speak a little bit more about the process that that she was um, feeling and thinking about along the way. but it's it's been a wonderful transition so far. and i'm looking forward to not only a continued working relationship but a long-lasting friendship so i feel the
1: same way about kim um it, it has been just wonderful but i had told the board well first of all when kim reached out for the mentoring that was before i had announced that i was leaving and so it was really great then i announced that i was leaving then i get this call from kim or a text or an email and she says I'm applying for your job, so you're not going to hear from me again. And I thought, oh, ethics! I love it. I mean, what? That is such the right thing to do. And I just was, um, I just thought it was wonderful. But I um, named myself the executive transitions advisor because the board decided they wanted to hire in July rather than at the end of my term, uh, my contract, which is December 31 and but I explained to them uh, long before the search started going as I said the new president will come in and they either will or will not want to ask me a question and it is and Kim nailed it it's based on ego and I said if they do not want anything in, if they have no questions well first of all I'm going to be out of sight so I, I told everybody as I was leaving I will not be back on the campus uh, you have one president and, and name is Dr. Kim Dell and so I made that very clear in the community and as well as um, with our employee base and then with Kim's employee base let me rephrase that and so um, that was kind of the way the board understood that they um, uh, though it's an administrative job to give myself a title and to give myself a new job description because I and it clearly says in the job description I work for Dr. Kim Dale. I will not be on campus. I will be at her beck and call but I'm not getting in her way and I mean I think that is incredibly important for a successful transition and honestly Kim doesn't need me a lot. Uh, she is so proficient in what she's doing. Uh, I told her yesterday that, um, well before and probably several times before, that um, I, I this will transition away because you you guys know how much I love the community college the mission and what we do and the the policy that surrounds it I will not um, get in your way and now that you're here you are so competent you're going to take care of my western Wyoming community college because I love that college and I have no concerns so it's made my transition much easier
3: Gosh, I mean, you guys make this sound so easy and perfect. <laughs> you know, the onboarding process obviously is something uh, that ACCT is very concerned with. Uh, we co-published a paper about it last year along with our sister association, AACC, and um, boards are are involved in that process as well. Um, I, I, I wonder, my first question about that part of it is, how did the board work with you to um, transition and make sure that the community also understood this is the new president, there's a new, a new leader, and, um, and that everything was good, that you guys have a very positive working relationship? Um, again, it sounds ideal, so uh how do you how do you keep your presence there and at the same time really make this clean transition and and set just set it up in the community so that here we are with a new leader in town
0: you know um i thought the best way to sort of get clarity was i just asked the board chair i meet um at least once a month with the board chair especially before a board meeting and then our incoming new chair and i think she takes over next year who's here with us today Um, she was at the table as well and i said could you please in your own words tell me what is dr leach's role and how is it different from mine i wanted to hear them articulate that and then i was able to just clarify a few things and um so it it was that simple it, it I, I did spend a good time with him
1: and I would say I, I don't work for you anymore so you have to go through the president which is Dr. Dale to ask me questions uh, they have been true to their word I have not gotten any uh, text message or anything like- you know nothing from any of them where we had a very close relationship before um, and I have told as far as the community I would say I will refer everything to you so I get emails and uh, and I've got this long um, uh, postscript on my emails that signature that basically introduces Dr. Dale says you're going to love working with her everything goes through Dr. Dale so they can get it that way but then I send it send a response back to them, we had one the other day, and I just simply said, uh, out of respect to Dr. Dale, this is really her decision, copied uh, Dr. Dale on that email, and then I, I, that kind of how we handle it. So my job is to turn over all the, all of the contacts, all the decisions, and I got to tell (laughs) you,
0: that is not a bad thing to turn all (laughs) the decisions over to Dr. Dale. (laughs) This is why I have this look of deer in the headlights a little bit here, because I've been on the job, what, five weeks? (laughs) so.
1: But um, my number one priority, and I told the board this, is to make sure that Dr. Dale is from, that I'm not causing her any trouble. I've watched uh, the situation that you described happen in other places where maybe the former president has an office on campus. And I know that it's just important for me not to talk to Any of the employees uh, and that would happen in the halls so um, and if I see them in a public space I'll say how are you doing tell me everything that's not related to the college (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear about your babies but I do not want to hear anything
0: about the college it's none of my business Carla's been really really good about that because that could marginalize the role of the new president right and so you have your talking points constantly she's doing that and and supporting that message Mm -hmm. and it helps so uh what do you
3: what would you recommend to um a former president or an incoming president who were who ended up in a situation that was not so ideal that maybe the former president was still communicating with the board or exerting influence or that the new president maybe wasn't um, tapping into the resources available to that person you know, to help guide them through the process of getting to know the, the college, everything that they need to know. Uh, what, what sort of advice would you offer in case
1: anybody is listening who might be in that situation? Well, I think that if you, uh, the board hopefully knows who their CEO is and whether or not they're going to be a positive or a negative influence and whether or not they truly have the ability to separate. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think the board would always need to be ready to say, we're ending this relationship now and to support their new CEO. I also think though that there is a way this works and the new CEO, it is really their decision as to whether or not they're gonna access the information. We had a former um, uh, trustee who would always say, just give her enough rope and let's see what she does. Mm -hmm. And I think that's basically where boards get is they have to give their new leader enough rope And see if they're going to uh, access information ask questions be a good steward or are they going to be otherwise and so I think it is it is the risk of the board uh, on that and I think they would know with an old CEO and the new CEO as they learn they're gonna they're gonna have confidence it's gonna work or not
0: so here's an example Carla has amazing relationships with the legislators in Wyoming, and we know that Wyoming is a small state. Well, you know, as far as population, I am not exaggerating. This woman knows everybody and hugs them, and I know you're surprised, right? (laughs) Um, And I think if I was a board member, and I always try and put myself in the shoes of other people, If I was a board member, I would question, okay, I'm bringing in this new president. How can she develop those relationships, and how long do they take? So um, what I've done is talk about that openly with the board chair to say, um, I'm intentionally learning from Carla. And she and I went to an event at the Wyoming Capitol, and she introduced me to Fifteen legislators, maybe, Mm -hmm. and the governor and his elected officials. And um, so she helped make that transition. I'm just being honest with everybody to say I can't come to the table with that relationship, and not very many people could in that regard. Now, there are other things, and this speaks to knowing your strengths, right? So come to the table. I know certain strengths. But why wouldn't I tap into this resource? So I I am. And I think it's only fair to say if you've ever
1: set up a succession planning kind of relationship with a vice president or a dean, you also have to, and I'm going uh, to, th- I am talking about me, and this might sound wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and do this. You have to know if that person's going to be authentic, because I have seen people hand off a job and not tell the full story, mm-hmm. That doesn't do the college any good. It doesn't. It really doesn't do the pr- former employee any good. So, um, I'm very, I'm very dedicated to Dr. Dell knowing everything, and she may tell me to go away because she's tired of me <laughs> giving her. At the same time, I wait for her questions, because it, it is drinking out of a fire hose to walk into one of these jobs, and she needs to have the opportunity to say, "Now I would like to talk about." Uh, uh, parking lots Mm -hmm. you know but information has its own time and that time is based on her not on me so I've not just been um, um, blathering to her I'm waiting for her questions and by the way just just to be honest with you she's asking all the right questions but as I said before she brings so much knowledge to the table Mm -hmm. it's not made my job very difficult
0: but I do need to learn the state and there are uh, there's a commission we have a community college commission so how do we navigate that and that's different than in nebraska or colorado where i'm from so this is where the rest of the story happens Um, and there's so many of those stories that you can't possibly get um, when you come into a new job like this
1: yes and then without tainting the new person I think it's only fair to say, and I have said, they might not, probably don't have yours or Western's interest in mind, best interest in mind, but that's for for her to discover, but at the same time, um, there's really no, it's not right of me to let her fall into the same hole that I fell in, and then maybe she won't have the same ex- experience that I did, or she could be aware
0: and isn't that nice? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> again, it sounds like an sounds like ideal, an ideal.
3: In, in my opinion, an ideal way to come into a position. Um, and, and also to you know, exit and, and stay connected when you so clearly uh, love your community, your college, your state. Um, what, what's the hardest part of this transition for both of you?
0: I want to be always respectful towards Carla, and I may be in a situation where I disagree with a decision that she made, Um, which I have, but I haven't told her yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and my style is different, and we talk about it. So, we have a lot of similarities with our values, beliefs, um, commitment to students, and the community college mission, et cetera, but we think very differently, and we laugh about it, don't we? Mm -hmm. So, I'm the conceptual big picture person who loves a whiteboard and wants to work on strategic planning and direction
1: and i'm an etsj so i am really (laughs) in there you know i need i like the map and i like to know the details and and so so we're very um the same and very very different Mm -hmm. so it's great but i have told kim at least 20 times and i probably will go ahead and go to 40 that i made the best decision i could make at the time in the situation and that it would be my expectation that she will make different decisions because the, the situation's different and her background's different. And so I don't have um, I don't have any ego expectations concerns defensiveness anything about her changing the description because I just did the best I could, and she will do the best she can. And I wish her Godspeed that it absolutely works. Yeah. So um, I have no judgment. It's not my job. Learning the
3: fundamentals of, of good governance and of um, this particular sector, its that's so important. And at the same time, you know, Christina... Designs these these events, and Norma Goldstein designed these events to also foster relationship building. It's very clear sitting here with you that you have a, a great relationship, a lot of trust between the two of you. Yes. And so I was curious about how the trustees also are factoring into, um, to you know the kind of offsite experiences, or you know how you're just getting to know one another. Um, because one thing. I've learned at ACCT is how important the relationships are
1: it's like it is paramount absolutely paramount so I think what is fun is last night Dr. Dell had a question for me and I answered it and the seasoned uh, trustee said this is an administrative thing we don't have to worry about it and so it was it was I mean it's not that they can't hear it but it was uh, just an opportunity to reinforce that role of this is
0: this is their business Mm -hmm. or her business Mm -hmm. and i mean just breaking bread um and maybe a little wine um never hurts for bonding (laughs) moments right
1: not at all
0: so um i mean we don't get that opportunity when we're home we're all very busy going in different directions and our new trustee works um so that can make it more difficult um to connect so it's and tonight, we have plans as well. Great.
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, what is there anything that we didn't talk about that you think would be useful uh, for transitioning presidents or for trustees, especially new trustees who may not really quite grasp the enormity of their role and also the limitations? Um, anything you would recommend about the transition process?
1: I do. Um and I've talked to these trustees a good bit about this. Uh, college presidents bring a lot of new college presidents, bring a great deal of skill. But I think sometimes boards think they're going to come in as the expert, the most knowledgeable, and they're just going to fly. And the truth of the matter is, there's so much to learn, and every college is so different. Working with every board is so different. So um, I really encourage um, the Uh, new boards or boards or new trustees to understand the enormity of this job and that they probably want to figure out some way to mentor a new college president. One of the things that I have noticed in my many years now is that the um, college presidents who have not worked at, uh, very haven't been new ones new new to being a president um, there is a lot of reality in this job that you never learn in grad school and even if you're lower in the organization you never learn it the truth and the reality of of how to deal with this job how to be so public how to be in the newspaper um, how to understand that uh, I think somebody said yesterday put on their invisibility uh, armor and um, these are tough jobs and I think that a new college president needs to have the support of their trustee to reach out and
0: get support in doing this and we have an excellent board Um, of course we we might sound Pollyanna right now about all of this but we are being completely honest this has worked very very well i think going in this direction if if a board um, is thinking about this type of transition process um, it's important to have those expectations um, put out there day one and um, continue to have conversations how's it going what's working well Um, and a trustee or a chair can say how can i help and be committed to that because like I talked about earlier the ego you you need to kind of put your ego on a shelf and um, and recognize if you have that little moment right Um, but then move on and think about the benefits associated with this the one day that Carla and I went over to the Capitol and she introduced me to all those legislators, it would have taken probably years for me to meet all of them. That right there was tremendous, and I so appreciate that. Now, I will say uh, one more
1: thing, is that uh, the board will probably feel that they can do all the orienting that the president needs. But if that college has been run appropriately, Uh, The board does not know much and the second thing that I am very aware of is the board or board chair may start stepping into the weeds they might be on the slippery slope into administration as they're doing the orientation and they have to stay on their side of the fence so I've used three analogies in that same sentence so I'm just saying (laughs) that um, it's someone who's actually been in that chair I think that is the or or in a similar chair it, that is the best mentor.
3: Great, well, I think that's great advice and um, thank you for your candor in saying that. I think these are the sorts of things that we hear, uh, again, that let us know, uh, You know, they just make it clear that there's a lot of trust um, among people. And I will say, since I don't organize our GLI, That it must work really well because we interviewed um, uh, the president and the board chair from uh, Prince George's Community College yesterday and similarly they just had a spectacular relationship based on open communication and trust and actually liking one another Um, and it's kind of inspiring to see that it's
0: it is the way to talk to them so I was just from the little conversation we had yesterday I was really inspired by the partnership that the two of you have created so I'm glad we're able to do
3: this what's funny is you can tell uh based on these relationships that an institution is also being run well um and so if if there is conflict look for resources to help because this sort of relationship is the ideal
2: for more information about our events, like the Governance Leadership Institute, where this conversation took place, visit ACCT.org events. In addition to the educational value, these events can be great opportunities for presidents and trustees to break bread and build relationships like the one between Dr. Dale and Dr. Leach. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on January 7th.